Are we rolling? I don't know how this is sounding. Hopefully it's sounding good. But this episode was done with one of my good friends, Lauren. Um, we're not old friends, but um, we tend to have similar interests like Reddit. And uh, yeah, I mean, we just some, tend to find ourselves having similar viewpoints on stuff. So we figured we should do a podcast together. Um this is my first podcast in a while, and it's got some cottonmouth going on. I don't know if you can hear that. Uh, but yeah, we had a good time recording this. Uh, we were kind of drunk. It was started around midnight, um, and it's about yeah hour 45, which you can see, probably more now that I'm adding to it. But uh, yeah, we had a good time, and uh, it was good to get back um, with the mics and stuff, so... Um, enjoy. We get a little abstract. Hopefully we didn't offend anybody, but, uh, yeah, this is probably the new structure that this is going to go. So let me know what y'all think about it too. Um, all 18 of my followers, hopefully that grows, but I don't really give a shit if it does. Either way, I love every, all 18. And if it's never more than 18 or if the 18 fall, that's how that goes. But all 18 of you, I love you all to death, but, um, yeah, and I want to know what you guys think for sure. So give me some feedback. Let me know what y'all want to hear or if you want to hear more about certain topics or if you want me to shut the fuck up. That's also, also, <laughs> that's also an opinion, but I love everything. I love you guys, and uh, I'm just happy to be here. Enjoy this episode, and uh, yeah, talk to y'all soon. Is here with me. Give me some volume, Lauren. Let's make sure you're registering. Sup, Tucker? Yeah, there me? you go. You see? You see you registering yeah. there? All right. Yeah. All right. That's all we want is volume from you. So, not too much volume from this asshole that you're doing a podcast with. Yeah, just this lovely princess. I know that my voice sounds <laughs> like I am a 14 year old lesbian, but <laughs> I am. I am not. Look at yeah. Not my like gain there's is anything a little bit high. wrong with that at all. But I'm, gonna uh, turn this down I'm just trying to give you bit. a visual of who you're talking to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, friends, uh, welcome to the DTF podcast. Uh, this is your host, Dave. Dave T. Oh. Dave Tucker. <gasps> you go by Dave on here. I go by. I I'm mean, sorry. I, I go in him life. Tucker. I go <gasps> in life by whatever people want to call me. I'm not like. I'm sorry. I'm not like, how dare you call me this? How dare you call me that? I just don't care. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, uh, my Dave. friend, <laughs> it feels weird for you because you call me Tucker mostly. But yeah, whatever people want to call me, I just like that it's like Dave, Tucker, and friends. And that's the DTF. Yeah. In this whole thing. Oh. That's it. That's why it's that's called. That's what it the stands DTF. It's not, for. It's not don't to fuck. <laughs> it's not like. I thought it was. I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I thought that's what it was. And no. I was like, that's cool. No. It's <laughs> good it's too. It's not a down to fuck podcast, Lauren, because that would be weird. That would be like creepy. Yeah. And I know I come off as, as creepy sometimes, but that's my, not my game. He always I think says that he comes vigilant. off as creepy and like I don't think that he does. <laughs> You're sweet. All right. Well... As we were saying on our walk home, because it's Lauren's birthday, everybody. 
It is. It's my birthday. I'm turning 23. Mora's 23rd birthday. No, you're 25. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm turning 25. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say, uh, yeah, I thought I got that wrong earlier, but 25. Yeah, 25. 25 is a good age. Mm, yeah. You could totally go like for 24. Thank you. <laughs> I was kidding. No, you don't. It's a great compliment. You know, the goal that Lauren's our hottest friend. That's what we were saying on the way home. Um, for that, sure. that means a lot to me. It's only been after like a lot of stuff on my face but my body's real but um face no that's okay okay i mean yeah but thank you whatever i'm in the i paid for it i'm in the industry of of people looking you know how they want to look so i'm i'm 100 percent big advocate of that but thank you what was that what was that like though was what was getting that done to your face like because i Honestly, would just say you've maybe got some Botox done, but from the looks of it, you don't look like you've got like work done. You know what I mean? Well, thank you, Dave. Um, <laughs> so long story short, I was in a car accident in 2015, and a car backed oh. up into me on the freeway. Very weird. Yes, there were two witnesses, and uh, my nose smashed in my face. So I got uh money to get a free nose job. So that was a dream come true. And okay. then I. Yeah, got a little bit of Botox, but you know, still looking twenty five. I mean, that's a looking twenty three. Actually, twenty five. I mean, at least you didn't get it just out of like thin air, you know, like a lot of people do. Mm. I get it preventatively. Preventatively, okay. Yes, got that's you. why. Got you. Okay. Yeah, but besides that, I'm a natural fucking beauty. <laughs> Well, there's no doubt about that. Thank you. I we walked around to go to dinner on Wednesday. It's now what's today? Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. We went to dinner on Wednesday and walking around. I don't think I've ever got more honks from people in cars, or like hoots and hollers from dudes than walking around with Lauren for sure. They were trying to tell me my left tail light was out <laughs> on my butt. What? That's what it was. Okay. Well. Yeah. We're pretty sure Lauren's ass has its own orbit. Maybe. I don't know. That's what it was. It was the taillight. It was out. <laughs> you know. So what kind of, I mean, do you do workouts or were you just born this way? I I was born this way, Dave. That's how I, that's just how I am. You know, I got it. You um, work on it though, a little bit though, right? I mean, a little bit. I've kind of let it slow down. I started trying to do some like glute workouts and then to lose weight, slim down a little in my legs and my butt because that's where I gained my weight and one day I try on these pants you know <laughs> we've been in quarantine for so long and I tried on jeans and they were so tight around my thighs and my mom used to you know teach like uh, Weight Watchers classes she's a big Pilates person and she says you know um, you're doing these like lunges with weights now you're bulky you have to go on walks you have to go on long walks so I just started that and then I stopped, and for my birthday, I drank lots and lots of alcohol. I ate lots of Good. tacos and uh, back to square one. So that's <laughs> where mean, I'm at right now. Yeah, well, good on you then. Um, yeah, lots of people, you know, I think follow the same regimen. So you're blessed, friend. 
Thank you. I am very blessed. I would say that uh, I am highly favored and highly blessed. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, so what's been uh, your favorite job that you've had in San Diego? Um, my favorite job that I've had in San Diego was probably, um, this is not going to be really funny, but I... Doesn't funny. Have to, doesn't matter. I used to work at Legoland and I was what's called a Lego friend. If any of you have children or nieces and you've seen the show where it's five girls and they're all teenagers and they're like, hey, Stephanie, let's go for a ride in your car. <laughs> I was one of those five and I would do stage shows and sing songs that were literally about being best friends forever. Like best friends forever, forever and ever or like. I don't know. Oh, and Lauren can sing if nobody picked that up. Lauren's a really good singer, too. She's multi-talented. It's weird how beautiful people are honestly, like, oftentimes multi-talented. But Lauren is no, uh, she is definitely that. Multi-talented. Yeah, God didn't spread the wealth. Well, what um, was, so hold on. What was it, what was it like to be a Disney princess, though? Like, I feel like that's such a rare job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I did uh, Disney princess birthday parties where I dress up as like princesses and I sing at children's parties. I've been doing that for like eight years. Yeah, that's been fun. Uh, <laughs> I keep forgetting that I do that and I like paint faces. And uh, yeah, I've been doing that for a very long time and it's good. I haven't done that in a while because of Corona. I've just been doing FaceTime calls to children. Do you still dress up like a princess though? I do. And I called a little girl the other nice. day on her birthday and she was like two years old. And when I call the kids, they're either super into it and they have the f the camera like right in their face and they're just staring at you the whole time and you <laughs> can just talk to them about anything. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're just so funny, so close to the camera. Or when I called one the other day, she kept running away from me. And her mom's like, here, she has to go potty. I'm just going to let you sing to her while she's on the potty. So mm. I was like, this is my life right now. I'm singing to a two-year-old while she's sitting on the toilet. Mm. Wow. So <laughs> I know. Okay. That's hot. That's not but, a dimension I would have figured you would have had in that job. Yeah. But good to know. Uh, that's what it's like to be a Disney princess in 2020. What was yeah. it? Okay, so what was it like when it was like you were at Disney, though? Um, so when I was, um, I did, I did private events is what I did as the Disney princesses. Oh, gotcha. You weren't like at Disneyland or Disney World, like Snow White in it. Um, I have auditioned for them. Okay. And they're bitches there and they underpay you. I'm sorry, Disney. <laughs> you are. They uh, underpay. Pe I love Disneyland. I'm a huge Disney fan. Sure. But they underpay and they are very... They're very on top of things, too, because I've auditioned for Disney, I would say, I think four five or six times. I truly don't remember because I was on a few years ago, back in probably 2012 to 2014. I had auditioned quite a few times and I had, you never know what they're looking for. I've only been called back once and it was for Jasmine. Uh, okay. If you can't see me, everybody right now, I am a white <laughs> blonde haired blue eyed girl <laughs> i am like the whitest not, of not the your white princess jasmine looking if uh you know aladdin yeah yeah i and i was called back for jasmine 
So that was it. I also went to an audition one time where there was like 85 girls just estimating and they had us do this little like dance number and it was a princess dance. They had me spin and wave. I know how to spin and fucking wave. Okay. <laughs> and I did it. I don't. I superbly. have no idea how to spin and wave. I know how to spin around and wave my hand, but probably not the way you're thinking. It, 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 I do a good job at it. And there was only like 10 people that made it to the next round. And this lady comes up and she says, okay, these are who made it through, blah, blah. And the rest of you, I would consider getting some dance lessons. When I was like, bitch, I had a dance scholarship. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Um, so you never know. And one of them was really tacky. Her headshot was literally her dressed up as Tinkerbell. It was tacky as hell. If you're in theater and performing arts, just let me know. If you you know it's tacky, you're like, ew. Word. It's, that's not something you do. Anyway. Anyway. All right. So let's talk about us. How long have we known each other? I've known Tucker since probably November. November-ish, yeah. October. October, November, yeah. Yeah. It is now May. So a good few months. Mm-hmm. Couple of few months. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, we met through my roommate. Nina. She's Nina, my best friend. Who, yeah. She'll probably be on here at some point. Yeah. Um, I think she's asleep or something. And yeah, we just kind of realized we're like kindred, I think. You know, yeah. in our... We want, we both want something like relationship wise that's something great, you know? Yeah. Cause you're not desperate. I don't think, I don't feel desperate, mm-hmm. but I think the way that you're like picky is a good way. Thank you. You know? I think the same with you. So thank you. But um, what's your favorite part of like being in a relationship? Like when you are? Um,. <sighs> I don't know. I've been single for like a year and a half, which really I'm like, wow, it's a long time, but it's really not. Time flies. For you, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, For the layman, maybe like not. (laughs) I would just say my favorite part, honestly, is not having to feel like I have to date. I hate dating. I hate meeting people because every time you meet somebody, I swear to God, if I have one more guy say to me, how come you're single? I'm like, bitch, it ain't me, you. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Well, I mean. I mean, like, I'm, I should probably keep my car a little more clean in my room, but these sometimes are all, I cry. These are all not undateable offenses, though, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't go, like, smacking people, and I don't cheat, yeah. and I don't, like. There you go. Do the bad things. <laughs> okay, so, okay, rather than what's your favorite part of a relationship, what's. What's your criteria in a dude? Um, so my criteria is I need a guy who, first of all, finds my personality endearing. Because if a guy says to me, like, oh, you're annoying. I hate it when you speak, this or that. I'll be like, okay, bitch. Well, then I'm not going to speak with you. Like, I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't think that I'm funny. Right. Because I am. <laughs> And I want a guy with integrity. How dare you not think I'm funny? How dare you? I'm funny, damn it. <laughs> I'm funny. Like, <laughs> bitch. Like, I've been funny paid to entertain. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. And somebody who doesn't, like, lie or cheat. And, like, 
that's what I did for a while. Is I was like, you know what? I'm going to date down because they're going to treasure me. No. Wait, if, you, were, you used to be a liar and a cheater? No, no, no. What I'm oh, saying is okay. I used to date down. Oh. Is I would find a guy that I'm like, okay, I'm way out of his league. I'm going to date down because like that's what I did with that new one guy. Dave okay. knows him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I like dated down and I was kind of apprehensive at first because I was like, he's a little ugly. Um, <laughs> Poor guy. And he's... Oh, man. He... I hate to hear it. <laughs> I was like, he works with me and, you know, we don't make very much money. And usually I say one of us has to make mo- a lot of money and it ain't going to be me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm a theater major. Okay. So you want, you want a guy who's going to provide for you? Yes. Okay. I mean, like, I can still provide for myself, too, because I, I have, like, I just have a job where I got an advancement, so, like, you're I, able I'll to, be fine. You're able to make your own money, though. Yeah, but have I... You, you've proven that to yourself, right? Yeah, I have. Okay. But there has been guys who, I when I really like somebody, I will just, I will buy them shit. Right. And some guys, you know, they love it. They're like, you're going to be my sugar mom. I'm like... It, Excuse me? I'm too cute to be your sugar mama. <laughs> so Okay, so you basically want a guy who like wants to pay for stuff, but y- like you still can. But you go on a guy who like assumes he's going to. Yeah. Like a guy who's like he can and he offers anyway, even though he knows that I can. And I I get too that, you know. I get that it's hard to live in today's day and age. And now we're in a, I don't even know what's going on with the world right now, but some people, you know, we're all over the place. So I understand that, but I mean, you can, you can always find a way to make things work if you really, really, really need to. Right. I I mean, we've all i've done it before like i've gotten you know i've had to work multiple jobs and like i've had to you know provide for myself and like okay if i can do it and i'm a girl and i didn't do it by getting like a sugar daddy or anything or by being any sort of stripper or nothing like which i did you it. totally could have done which i totally could have yeah. and i i could have made triple if you guys saw lauren right now you guys would be like yep she could do that she could you could be you could go on OnlyFans and probably make like easy like not even joking probably like 350k a year easy oh i've thought about OnlyFans. it like maybe I, half I've a million half a million a year on OnlyFans. like no cap Okay. You know well, what I'm saying? But well, now you're twisting fact, my arm. I'm not saying no, no, no. I'm not saying you should do it. I'm saying the fact that you like haven't is commendable, for real. Thank you. I I keep like saying, you know, I'm totally gonna do it. I'm totally gonna do it, and I never do. I have some friends, you know, they're like I have a friend who is a very successful like webcam girl. She has like lots and lots of um like fans followers on her. Uh, webcam account and she's like you should do it you would do so well i have another friend who's a stripper and she's like girl come work with me and i'm like she sent me a video one day of somebody throwing a bunch of money on her ass and just like <laughs> twerking and i was like you know what like jesus <laughs> would still love me if i did this and i'm kind yeah, no, of no. tempted to but I just can never bring myself to do it. Right. I don't know why. 
I just, I can never bring myself to do it. I mean, I mean, it's, it's a tough thing to like, it's a tough, like, it's a, it's like one of those things, like if you start stealing, you know what I mean? You always steal something real small at the start. You know, you always steal like an earring out of some fucking thing. You know, you put it Mm -hmm. in in a dressing room or some shit and then you go. And then you're like, well, that got away with that shit. And then you go some a little bigger. And then yeah. you go a little bigger, a little bigger, a little bigger. Yeah. I think the same type of shit happens when when girls go into, I mean, girls and guys, whoever, you know, whoever's looking into this, goes into this. They, like, start off just being like, oh, I'll just start small. I'll just, you know, make an extra 2K a month or something, you know, yeah. doing this low key. But then they get convinced and, like, encouraged by the people that are their fans and whatever to go farther. And they they get incentivized to go farther, mm-hmm. you know, and so they get all of a sudden into this place where they're not necessarily like they didn't start out to be there, but then here they are, yeah. you know. But the thing is, <laughs> the ability to earn is something like crazy, you know. If if yeah. every guy could do it, I'm I'm not saying every girl or yeah. every guy could do this but i'm saying there's a lot more girls that could do it and don't versus guys that could do it and don't yeah in my opinion i think i'm not sure and i truly like and real don't me okay i am a christian woman i like love jesus all that but i will i mean all of my friends who do that i respect the hell out of women who are like I'm going to be a webcam star. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to do porn. I'm going to strip. And they're making bank. And they're they're monetizing off of something that their body, which is just something. I mean, sometimes they get work on it, but like sometimes they don't and they're born with it. Like, why would you not? I don't see why people talk down to those women who are like, monetizing off of their body when they didn't have to go into student loan debt or something and they're making so much money i'm like if you have the balls to do it you are the smartest person because everybody i know doing this my friend doing it who does webcam she has a fan like she has her own place and she has you know she's living the life that she wants like she she loves cats honestly and she has right. like three cats she like she has a nice place for them like my other friend is like paying for school my other friend just likes gucci and she's like i want to be able to travel and buy buy like designer stuff and right. she can buy whatever she wants yeah so i don't and and i have another friend doing it who like is starting a business you know i've i've back in the day like i worked at i worked um in college i worked at hooters for about three years and so i know a lot of girls who girls who are now from like i said my friend who my stripper friend and my webcam friend i met them both working at hooters and i also met there's a girl who's a nurse there's another girl who's in law school you know all sorts of people and you know they're all they're all successful they're all doing something with their lives where i mean yeah yeah i mean it's to me it's a lot there's a lot of similarities between that and like being a professional professional athlete Mm -hmm. you know like maybe girls are profiting off the fact they have nice butts i don't know Mm -hmm. 
Lawrence, maybe got one of the nicest butts this side of the Mississippi. I'm not sure. Well, thank you. It's, it's got its own orbit, I like to say. I don't know if I said that already on here, but <laughs> thank it's, you. yeah, it's something else. But it's like, it's like somebody having like a really fast 40 time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if they're really quick, they are probably going to do good in the NFL. You know, mm-hmm. they're really quick. They got some muscle to them. They're going to do good in the NFL. A lot of these things you're born with, you know? Yeah. And so they're profiting off the fact that they have they were born with a lot of these traits while they can to pay to pay for things that they probably couldn't in the long run. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's not it, to, to me, it's the same. It's the same difference. Like, it's not something where it's like wrong to profit off your body just because people like to watch you do one thing, which is play football or do another thing, which is strip or be a cam girl or whatever the Mm -hmm. hell you know you're profiting off the fact that you're born with something that's amazing to other people and why shouldn't you you know it's it's silly to to i mean if you want to you should if you don't want to play football you shouldn't play football you Mm -hmm. know like be an uh amazing engineer an accountant or something else and if you want to strip you should strip but if you don't want to don't but if you can like like where's the I don't see the moral like high ground that people are like, oh, I wouldn't do that because it's like morally wrong or something. Yeah, they're just judging other people. I mean, and I'm saying like, I wouldn't want my man watching any of that shit. Like, really? I wouldn't want them watching any of it. This is the thing. I'm a little bit hypocritical because I wouldn't like. I would not want my man going to strip club. I don't want him really? watching any of that webcam stuff. I really don't want him doing it. I don't want my man to be a simp. but i mean like if you can profit off of the simp then profit off of the simp okay right right so this you're saying a difference between like potential boyfriends and potential clients yeah which is such there's such a hard line you know what i mean like people that you're probably gonna profit off of in that industry and people that are probably like potentially gonna be your man or whatever yeah like okay so let's unpack that like why why are you not okay with somebody like watching okay are you saying you're not okay with somebody going to a strip club and like having your hands on somebody or are you saying you're not okay with them like watching porn or like like looking at girls instagrams or what's your what's your line what do you prefer see i am when it comes to this i'm pretty hypocritical i must say at least i can admit it yeah that's I'm, the first step. <laughs> I'm pretty hypocritical. Like I said, I think like if women want to profit off of that, then they totally should. Like sure. it's not my fault that, you know, or it's not their fault that a guy is going to go and just give them a bunch of money for looking hot or for shaking their butt. It's not their fault. But I don't want my man doing that because that means a couple of things. First of all, like, why are you paying for that when you can get it for free? Second of all, I don't want my man to look like a simp. That's really embarrassing if... But hold on. Okay, so hold on. Say, okay, so in this situation, he's going by himself because he needs it type of thing. Like, he's lacking it in his life and he needs it more, right? But say he's going with the boys. Like, because I literally have never gone to a strip club by myself. Mm -hmm. I've never been like, oh, yeah, I need to... Maybe if I was I grew up in the eighties, you know, mm-hmm. and that was all I could get because I've been a I've been a thirsty dude mm-hmm. many times in my life. But but 
say he's going with the boys mm-hmm. rather and it's like a boys thing like a bachelor party type thing is it still the same feeling or is it just a feeling if he's like going to get his own like rocks off or whatever um well first of all me personally everybody that's listening to this episode right now if you want to <laughs> hate me then like that's okay that's not what um, I'm point, painting you as. I'm, I I'm, promise you. No, I know that you're not, Dave, but um, I really feel like everybody's going to be like, put your money where your mouth is. You no. are so hypocritical. Maybe I am, but I mean, this is what I'm saying. And those for those of you who I've had quite a few of my friends ask me lately, what is a simp? Because nobody seems to know what it is. And yes, like I'm a fan of Reddit and Same. we're I'm about to unpack to you what a simp is. A simp <laughs> is a guy who he can't really get some and so he goes and he pays cam girls or strippers to basically like be his to talk to him and they don't really want to talk to him and and they do to be nice because they're giving he's giving them money right right it's the client it's the client like practitioner client relationship yeah and it's not so much somebody a guy who just walks into a strip club and like you know gives throws some money at them or like most guys on webcams sites like 99 percent of them are a simp like if you have to go on a webcam site and you're throwing money you are if you're in a strip club if you're going like with your friends or something like i mean i still wouldn't want my man doing it but if you are it doesn't necessarily make you a simp if you're trying to if you think oh, this stripper really likes me because you keep giving her money. Like, she doesn't like you. Like, I am, like, she probably doesn't (laughs) unless this is, like, pretty woman. And it's, and it's not. Right. Um, But personally, a lot of the girls who are there, like, we don't want our guys doing that, of course. Like, me, I already know. I'm like, if I'm with a guy, like, I am, I don't want him to go to a strip club ever again. Okay. Like, ever again. I don't. And if that keeps you single for a while, then that's fine. But, but if, I mean. if he's up front with you about it, he's with the boys, he's like, we're going, I don't give a shit about this. I would still say no. Really? Okay. Yeah, it's your priority. Because I you think, I, because I, again, I'm about to sound like a total dick, <laughs> but I think that I am high caliber enough and like, I don't think that I... I don't think that I have to settle for that if I don't want it. Okay. You know, there's a lot of guys that don't go to strip clubs. If you know, if you want to go with, with your boys and you tell me and I'm like, I'm not going to be with you if you do like, that's fine if you do, but like, I'm going to dump your ass and then he does. And I dump your ass. Then like I dump your ass and then I'm, yeah. I'm single again. There you go. I mean, you don't have to be with me if that's too much for somebody, but right. that, that is too much for me. I just would rather not. There you go. Hey, and, well, I think the main thing is is it's important to ha- it's important to like draw these lines in the sand and mm-hmm. not let anyone cross them. Yeah, you know because I think when people start to lose themselves is when they start letting people cross their boundaries. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's good that you have that boundary. You know, you have that boundary and that's a line in the sand for you. But let me paint you a different picture, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to a bachelorette party mm-hmm. and there's a male stripper coming. Mm-hmm. Do you? remove yourself because of your principle if you have a boyfriend or do you be like i'm not gonna really partake in this this is just like this male stripper coming through you have nothing to worry about well if my boyfriend or husband asked me 
you know, I don't feel comfortable with that. And he wasn't doing that as well. And I 100% felt at the bottom of my soul that, you know, we trust each other and he wasn't going to do that, then I wouldn't. Because I don't even think that, like, I'm not going to be a female simp. Right. I'm not. Yeah. Is that even a thing? Are there female simps? I've ne- I haven't I... heard the word simp, and I'm a Redditor, so. You I've heard, haven't? I've heard, I've heard, like, cuck. I've heard, like, uh I've heard like sorry, burped. I've heard um, like, I've heard cuck. I've heard boomer. I've heard yeah. I've heard all these ones. I've heard simp. Uh huh. Like yeah. Nobody's know. heard simp. Maybe, I feel like maybe, I'm the only one. If you don't know what simp means, maybe you are one. Uh-oh. Maybe I've just. <laughs> this is the thing. This is why I don't like. This is why I don't want to be with a guy who goes to those. And I I get it if it's like, oh, I'm going for a bachelor party or something. Okay. Right. But because I have worked, I like I said, I've worked at I worked at Hooters for about three years, and I which you're like the the poster child for Hooters, like. My manager did tell me that at the time. He told yeah. me he said, "You are the you are the poster child for like the best tutor girl because I was I was promoted to a certified trainer, like to Lauren, a bartender." Lauren walks into the Hooters interview and they're like, "You're hired. You're fucking hired. Whatever, put on the outfit. We don't give a shit. Come back at 5 p.m. You're fucking hired." Like, yeah. I like and and I worked really hard and I was always smiling. They had secret shops there where you would have to get at least a 70% or else you were automatically fired. I got secret shop four times. One of the times I got 100%, so I won $100. So secret shops. I did all the bikini contests. Like I was really involved there and I also worked at a bikini bar too when I was 21. Okay. And I just bikini bar was kind of it was kind of skeezy there. It was Sleazy, skeezy, whatever. It was in uh, Huntington Beach okay. in Orange County. There's a lot of bikini bars. And if y'all have never been to a bikini bar, they're, they're one step up from a strip club. Okay. Me. So tell me why. Like, why was it skeezy? Was it like... Well, the one that the I... The ownership or the people coming there or what was weird about it? I like the ownership and it was a little bit, I mean, with the ownership because they paid me under the table. But like, I appreciated that because I didn't get taxed on it. So it benefited me, but... Gang shit. Yeah. Gang gang. But we, you know, working there, I worked at this place in Huntington Beach. I have no idea if it's ever going to be open again. It's called, it was called Distractions. And... Shout out to potentially Distractions. (laughs) Yeah. May or may not open again. It was a chill place, honestly, in a lot of the bikini bars. They didn't even, like, they didn't serve cocktails. It was just, like, bar. It was just uh, beer and wine. Beer and wine. Because they didn't have to... Something about the liquor license. I Beer and wine, ass and titties. <laughs> Beer and wine, ass and titties. Exactly. <laughs> and I would just show up to work and put on a bikini and I could wear whatever shoes I wanted. I mean, just not like open toe, but I could wear like Ugg boots. I usually wear Ugg boots. I wear nice. Ugg boots and okay. a bikini to work. And literally, it was so easy. I would just like be like, what do you want? A Bud Light? I would just pop it open. Here you go. And there was just a lot of guys that would come in there and just sit for hours to either talk to me. One guy, I hated this guy. I would tell him to fuck off all the time. He would come and be like, will you marry me? You're so hot. Blah, blah. And he was this, ugh. He was just, like, repulsive. But he would sit there and order, like, 10 Bud Lights. And he would tip me five bucks on each one. So I would just just be like, oh, my God. Like, 
Every day you're hustling, you know. <laughs> I would just be like, oh, and I would roll my eyes and you would still tip me five bucks. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, that's fine. I would walk away like making like 300 bucks for like five hours and I not taxed plus hourly. I was I got go. 50 bucks flat hourly on top of my tips. Yeah. So that was fine. But all those guys, you know, they I, I just like I know the guys that come in there. And I mean, if you wanted to actually sit and drink at a bar, you would go to just a regular bar. There's plenty of them. Like there's not any like in San Diego. There's not a single bikini bar. There's strip clubs or there's just regular bars, dive bars or there's Hooters. Right. Which who knows if that will survive through this. But yeah. a lot of those guys that went into like the bikini bars. They all come in there. A lot of them would come in there hoping that maybe one of us would, you know, I don't know. They would tip us a lot and then we would, you know, decide to give them our number or something. An OTPHJ. What does that stand for? No, I don't Over know. the pants hand job. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure that that's, I'm sure that they would love that. I'm just playing. You know? <laughs> And it's like at Hooters, it was like a lot of a lot of guys that were simps came in there too. But like a lot of them just really did like the food because some of it was bomb. And yeah. like I still do have a few regulars from Hooters that I'm friends with on Facebook that will comment on all of my stuff who will message me. Hi, Lauren. I hope you're doing well. Which and some well, people would say they're weird, but they're like nice people who are maybe just a little bit like lonely. What's the what's the weirdest request you got from somebody? Um, if you don't mind saying it. Oh, the weirdest request. Well, I did have, this wasn't really a request, but this was like a story of what happened to me. So I've worked at four different Hooters locations and one of them was at the Oceanside location, which is closed down now. And at the, okay. at the Oceanside location, there was a, uh, it was like a big military area, but anyway, there was a dad that came in with his two sons and one of them was like, oh God, I don't remember. This was like four, this was like five or six years ago, like 2014, 15. And he came with his two sons. They're probably like, one of them was eight and one of them was like six. Hmm. And they came in, they ate, everything was fine. Like they tipped me good and oh, it was great, you know, and they left. And the dad was, like, waiting outside and his, or, like, they walked back inside. And the son walked up to me, the eight-year-old. And he said, hey, can I, like, can I please have a bag to put, like, our our box in? They got their wings, like, boxed up. They had extras. I was like, yeah, sure. So I went over to go grab a bag. I turn around and I see out of the corner of my, this little eight-year-old winding his arm up he goes like this and he smacks me as hard as he can on my butt no in front of everybody and i turn her and no. he runs away he doesn't even get the bag i see the dad over there laughing and like come on son like they didn't look sketchy at all by the way they were uh. very polite to me and i was like i said i literally said out loud what the fuck because yeah. I was just blown away. And I look over and my manager's rolling over, bent over, laughing. His name's Bill. Right. Laughing as hard as he can at me. And just like, that kid just smacked your butt. I was like, excuse me. 
this kid just smacked my butt. Like, I'm mad. But everybody was just laughing. They thought it was hilarious. Nobody thought that that was, I mean, nowadays it might have been a different story. I'm, like, right. still friends with Bill on Instagram and everything. Like, we follow each other. But I just could not believe it. And that kid probably just had, you know, the best day of his life. And it was, <laughs> yeah, well, I just could not weird. believe it. I'm like, dude. You wonder if the dad, like, told him to do it, you know? I think that he did. I think probably. he's like, I don't think an eight-year-old kid knows to, like, slap an ass. I don't think he does. I think that the dad was like, you know, go go do it. Go ask for a yeah. bag and you can, you know, you can maybe, like, touch her butt or something. I just, I was uh. so shocked because the kids were very polite. Yeah. The kids were like the kids were not rambunctious and like they tipped me good too. Like if they walked away and they tipped me bad, I'd be like, oh, like you know, okay. But At everything least, was fine. Yeah, that's yeah. well, that's whack. Yeah. <laughs> never, never experienced anything like that in the service industry, which I've had quite a few jobs in. Yeah. But yeah, that's nuts. Hooters is something else. Yeah. Uh, if it if it ever survives through this, people don't like boobs anymore, so it's probably gonna pl- close down. People don't soon. like boobs anymore. No, they don't. That was a is thing. That true? That was, yeah, because I mean, it's like. Hold on. <laughs> it, this is. They don't flash. like it. They like butts. I mean, that's probably why that kid smacked my butt. Well. But I thank mean, goodness you were born with both. <laughs> there we go. Lucky me. But I mean, like as far as like restaurants, like you know, there was the tilted kilt. If anybody, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody's heard of that, and then I, like, I've heard of it. I've never been. I've never been to. I've only been to. I don't think I've ever been to Hooters actually, but I've heard of both. Uh, of them. It's like their buffalo shrimp's good, but I mean their okay. wings are. You're not like missing a lot. Do people go for the food, or do they just go for the girls who serve a, them? A lot of people go for the food. We actually have a really? lot of like girls that go in there that just like the food. I've okay. gone in there before for the food with some of my girlfriends, and I would get a discount. I would go to different locations, and I just really liked the food. I would bring my my friends as well. Is this before you worked there or after? This was uh during and after as well. Okay. Gotcha. So I would have like a lot of friends and they would that would work there or managers that I knew and they would give me discounts. Um, but my first like my first like real serving job was actually at the Tilted Kilt. Okay. And then I started working at Hooters and the Tilted Kilt actually had like legit bomb food. Um, but all the locations in San Diego shut down and I think most of them are shut down. It was basically for those of you that don't know what it is. It's like a Scottish Hooters. Like we wore mini skirts that were, that were little like plaid kilts and we wore like tied up white colored shirts with like plaid bras sticking out. It was actually like way like show way more showy than Hooters was. I think there's a girl that was on The Real World one year that I watched it and she worked at the Tilted Kilt and that's why I know what it is. Yeah. But yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Did you ever have like a boss like say like you gotta or just something weird? You know, were bosses cool with that stuff or were they like, hey, you don't look Hootersy enough or tilted kilty enough for like oh yeah is there weirdness there i mean i never had like a manager either of those places that like came on to anybody they were all like they were all just like for us but a lot of them would say like when i when i worked at hooters um back in i mean now working there they just have one uniform it's the tank top but back in like 2012 to like 2000 and 
15, I would say, they had a crop top and you would have to get approved for it. So you would have to, they would give you a crop top and you had to either wear an extra small or a small, (laughs) like an extra, extra small to a small. And you would. Those are the only options. Those are the only ones the tops came in. Okay. And then you would say, like, you'd have to ask a manager, can I have a crop top? And they'd be like, well, you have to come try it on for me. And one time I tried it on, and this was like in 2013. And they were like, mm. it was like my manager was like this middle aged lady named Donna. And she was like, mm, let me think about it. You're okay. Mm, I'm going to go. Like, she first was. First of all, I'd like, like to see Donna's know. bitch ass try that crop top on, first of all. Donna was like, I was a Hooters girl back in the 80s. Back in the 80s. So yeah. that was like, that was how she was manager. Well, they didn't have any sort of standards that they have. Today. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, Donna. But she like. Donna sounds like a Karen. <laughs> Donna was a Karen. And she basically, like, I tried on my crop top. And I don't exactly remember what she said, but she was like, eh. But she gave it. She was like, don't wear it today, but you can still, like, have it. Like, go work out, and then you can wear it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, I was, like, skinny back then. I mean, I, I think I am now oh, yeah. still, but... skinny, way skinny back then. <laughs> and then I... Back and... in your skinny days, when you were, like, 92 pounds. Now you're 98 pounds or whatever. Exactly. Six Got pounds it. skintier. Makes sense. And so... But you would have to get approved for those. And when I worked in the gas lamp in San Diego, uh, that store, the manager, he would say to me... Like I said, I was I was one of the top girls there because I just I worked really hard, to be honest, because you had to you had to sell. You're smart, dude. I feel like you. Yeah, I feel like you would you would kill it. I one thing I have respect for is server jobs because they're not fucking easy, dude. No, they're not like making sure that you're tipping out everybody right. Make sure that you're like treating people right and all this stuff. It's a huge juggling act. Yeah. And on top of that, you got to wear this fucking thing, you know, and you got to look right and all this stuff. Like, yeah, I don't think dudes would ever be cut out for that if they're not like like you can't you can't franchise something like Hooters for dudes. Yeah. You know, because I don't think dudes have that ability to juggle that many things and nail it at the same time, you know? Yeah. It was, you know, it was a lot. Like, we had to do, like I was saying, there was secret shoppers that would come in, and you had to be on your A-game constantly. Okay. Can you explain what a secret shopper is? I'm not really exactly sure what that is. So, if you worked at Hooters, you had – our training program was – like really somebody comes, intense. somebody comes in like and acts like they're a normal customer, basically. Yeah, and, okay. and a company pays them to act like a normal customer, and you have to. We have sixteen steps of service, and you basically had to, like I said, if you got under seventy percent, you get automatically fired. Doesn't matter if you had an off day or whatever, no questions asked. It was corporate. Um, and okay. if you got a hundred, if you got a under eighty percent, you would get a write up, and if you got hundred percent you get a hundred dollars um and like i said i got a hundred dollars once and then i've been secret shop four times i got like an 89 like a 90 a 92 and like a 100 percent. because i was wow. just like i do not want to one time fuck it up and just get fired from my job right so that was really hard to do and to get like shifts you would have to sell like it was a competition you had to see who could sell the most what's called hooter shooters they were like I think they were three or five dollars. I don't remember. I think three dollars and Hooter shooters. They're like little Ladies shooters. And Even though I love that. <laughs> nobody liked making them because they were so cheap and they were like took a long time for the bartenders to make. But if you sold more, you'll get better shifts as well as merch. So you would have to go to each table and be like, 
okay, do you want to get like a calendar or like a shirt before you leave? And I hated asking people that because it felt really weird. I'm like, were you on the calendar though? I wasn't on the calendar. Oh, okay. Um, I just did like the bikini contest before, but I, I hated it. They shanked that, not putting you on the calendar. That would have been a good move. I submitted for the calendar once, I think. I took pic. Wait, no. Yeah, I submitted for the calendar once. It was my first year working there. But then after that, I was just like, no, because you have to get a professional photographer. And it was just a lot of work. Okay. Um, yeah. But that would have been cool. But Their loss. <laughs> Thank you. Dummies. <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago. Seven years ago. Wow. Yeah. But. Well, hey. Haven't. I mean, you could still you could still do all that shit, but you're you're killing it now. Right. Yeah, I could. I I swear, whenever times get tough, I'm like, my my manager's like, you can always come work here again. I'm like, no, <laughs> See, I don't want to. That's why I play guitar because I'm like, if all my shit goes belly up, I could sit on the ground and play guitar and maybe make a fucking few bucks a day. You know. There you go. That's that's why I do it. So you've got your like <laughs> plan to where I, I always have my plan. I'm like the like I swear a few months ago when I was like, you know, I think I'm gonna apply at Hooters again, and I like. Texted my old boss and he's like, literally come in and I will hire you as a bartender. And I was like, Dang. no, I do not want to do this anymore. Like, I am done with this. Because, you know, you tell a guy that you work at Hooters and like, ooh. And I'm like, calm the fuck down. Like, it is Hooters. You should be complimented that your girlfriend's hot enough to work there. Your no doubt. No doubt. wife or whatever. But no, I'm, they get I'm about I'm about the empowerment. You know, I don't. I mean, I used to be the type of guy who would get like. I mean, I guess possessive, I guess jealous. Yes, all of the things. I mean, I came from a small town, so there was only a limited amount of girls. So mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, I came from a mindset of like, there is a limit and that I need to, you know, be on my shit around these girls. But then I moved to cities and it's like, you know what? You just need to be you. That's all. That's all that matters. Yeah. But, you know, I've, I could understand you know that that type of a dude that would maybe be insecure but about his girl working for hooters but yeah. what did you run into that a lot i mean i the only time i ran into it was with my like now ex-boyfriend and he had met me when i was working at hooters and so you can't be mad there yeah and then <laughs> we broke up for a little bit we got back together and i needed a new job like my other serving job was just like really dead it was like in a tourist spot right on the beach and it was during the winter just super dead so i went in i said hey babe is it okay if i like go apply at hooters again like i'll make good money and he's like i'd rather you not but like yeah and then i did and he's like great no i have to tell my parents that my girlfriend works at hooters and then he cheated on me and i was like bro what's well, worse there you go so well, that problem worked itself out, it that's, sounds like. That's why I kind of just laughed about it. So I was yeah. like, eh, it's fine. Like, yeah. I mean, it's not fine, but I mean. Well, I mean, I used to be the type of guy who was, like, like worried that, like, like when I was dating this girl in early college, I was, like, worried that she was, like, I don't know. She was just this size where her tits would fall out all the time. They would just come out. Mm -hmm. And I, it would just drive me nuts. I was like, god damn it. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> 
at the time it was more like my ego you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i didn't really know how to process my ego at the time i didn't even know the word ego i don't think or i didn't know what it really meant mm-hmm. and so as i've grown now i'm more the type who is like encouraging the girl to, that i'm with to be more outgoing and be more like true to thine self you know mm-hmm. what i mean and like if you want to go to a nude beach let's do it or if you want to wear this to a festival let's do it do whatever you feel i'm i'm gonna be the one that encourages you versus stifles you you know yeah. but that that's kind of a, a immature thing that that you know jealousy and all that stuff it happens in your you know early 20s and mid 20s and that's that's the type of stuff you get and a lot of times you get it from old older guys i think girls kind of leave it in their Mm mid-20s guys have a tougher time necessarily growing out of that Mm. would you would you agree with that yeah i think in general but i mean i know for me more so before i was so concerned with i don't want to do this i don't want to hurt any i mean i still don't want to hurt anybody's feelings i'm not gonna go like wasting somebody's time or like cheating on them but I just at this point, I'm like, I am a grown ass woman. I know what I want. Like, I know yeah. what your attitude or whatever is trying to say, your insecurities. So I just don't even, I don't even waste my time on it because I'm just really scared of wasting my time. No doubt. No doubt. Who is it? So I, I just don't even, I don't even like look into it anymore. Good. Well, yeah. I think one of the best things that you can do as a person is like, like we were saying at the start, like have these standards and stick to them, you know, because so many people I feel like are like, no, nah, this is probably the best I can get. So let me just make it work, mm-hmm. you know, versus be like, I'm going to be single again. Like I'm going to go ahead and resume this uncertainty because I know I deserve better than yeah. what I was getting. You know, that's a tough thing to do. You know, that's so many people forgive cheaters and they forgive all this bullshit that they shouldn't obviously they're with the wrong person but they're more scared of this uncertainty so that's where i really like i respect you is that i see that you're not afraid to be single and (laughs) uh when we walk places together i see about 63 dudes (laughs) who want you to not be single because of them (gasps) oh my god there's no doubt about it (laughs) i'm like like either every one of these dudes wants to fight me or they all want to talk to Lauren. There's there's no question there. That thank you. That's really funny to me that that <laughs> happens cuz I feel like I've You probably yeah. don't notice it as much as me, you know. I don't. I mean, we were walking and you're like, "That car just honked at you." And you're like, "Did car you hear that?" I was like, "Cars honk what? at her." No. <laughs> dudes on bikes bling their bells at her, you know. It's like it's like what's happening? I'm like, like, "Bitch, the... come talk to me with your chest." <laughs> I know. Like... <laughs> yeah, like you never It's like dogs barking at a car if they're doing that shit, you know. They yeah. didn't they didn't want to catch the car in the first place. They just wanted to bark at it, you know. Yeah. It's it's silly. But I notice it so much more than you do because you just walk around and like cause a ruckus in the world. <laughs> and with me, I I slide through undetected. You know, I'm like a goddamn ninja out here. So <laughs> it's easy for me to notice. But let me let me switch gears on you a little bit, Lauren. Yes. Um, how's your quarantine been? Tell me about that. Oh God, that was very interesting. I just you know I live in in a town in san diego 
Oh, I was listening to this in PB. Um, Pacific Beach and San Diego. Beach. Full of like. Gang, gang. I guess people like, you know, younger adults. And I just pretty much went and stayed with my parents. And because I'm from San Diego. And I swear, I'm just now coming back to Pacific Beach. And I did not know how to talk to people at first. I was like, my new best friends are Mike and Lori, mom and dad. And I swear, I don't know how to talk to anybody else, but it was, you know, I just literally stayed home every day. And then, like, I gained the COVID-19 and then, like, I lost it. No, not 19, like, five pounds. And I, like, lost it again. She means gained 19 pounds, not got COVID-19. I didn't get (laughs) COVID-19. Don't you worry. I gained COVID-19. Sounds like I got (laughs) COVID-19. I gained. They're like, oh, shit. She got the COVID-15. COVID-15. 20 in my case. And, And it went away pretty sure and yeah i mean i know i don't have it because i went to a restaurant the other day and they had to take your last night and they took my temperature yep so that was they put a finger in her butt yeah so i was like wait no they didn't how they do it i was like wow this is fucking weird how'd they take your temperature for real though it was like one of those have you guys seen those temperature like little I don't want to say like temperature guns. That sounds weird. But like the little ones that like scan your forehead. And it's like a little uh, red ones. light that like goes on your forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just takes your temperature. But I mean, I was actually kind of glad. I was like, cool. I'm like, don't have it. Because like, I, d- I don't even know if you guys know. You're probably like, no shit. But like when you get your temperature taken, apparently like people are like, if you have a high fever, I was like, okay, so if you're warm, you're sick. Right. And basically like, I guess that if you're warm if you're warm it's your body like trying to heat up to like kill viruses in it so that's why you have a high temperature so if it's if your temperature's high then you have a virus if it's not then like you don't have a virus i mean maybe there's exceptions y'all are probably like you dumb bitch but i mean like this is just what i learned the other day right there's a difference between having a high temperature and being warm though because i feel like all the hypochondriacs of the world are like i'm a little warm oh fuck that was me I yesterday when bit. I was getting Botox. Yesterday, I was like, yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, I was getting some Botox and I was like feeling warm and they like signed these consent papers and I was like, <laughs> I was like texting my friend and I was like, I'm getting, Rebecca, I'm getting like Botox right now and I'm kind of concerned because I'm like getting warm and what if I have Rona and I'm getting Botox? I'm going <laughs> to die. And she's like, you probably don't have Rona, <laughs> but if you do, probably not. like, you're going to be fine. And I was like, oh, my God. Then I left. I don't have it. 95% chance you're going to walk it off. Yeah. That's even if you get it. You know, there's X amount of chance you get it. And even if you get it, there's X amount of chance you walk it off. It's like, when, how far do we go before this is less dangerous than getting in a fucking car? You know what I mean? And we get in cars every day. We let people drive motorcycles by themselves. We let them assume risk in every other yeah. aspect of society, you know? Yeah. It's so weird that we're, like, cushioning this aspect when, okay, cushion it for the first month, two months. Okay, we did it. Yeah. Now, fuck off. Let us assume our own risk out there. Let all these fucking old people or, like, whatever assume the, the risk that they want. If they're worried about their immune system, stay the fuck inside. Yeah. If you're near us and you don't want us to be around friends, don't come near me. You know what I mean? If yeah. you see that I'm around other people, make your effort away from me. 
don't don't get yeah. mad at me and narc on me let me assume my own risk you know what i mean like yeah let me live my life and you live your life accordingly but let's not like overlap and like like get mad that one person isn't social distancing themselves it's like it's like if you got out of your car and beat the shit out of a motorcycle or for endangering his life you know it's like if he wants to kill himself fuck him <laughs> like if yeah. i want to go out and problem, i'm over man. this quarantine shit and i'm looking at the numbers and i'm not feeling like i'm not feeling the shakes from it i'm not like whatever then let me go assume that risk if i get it i fucking get it you know what i mean yeah if i get the flu i get the flu it's the same exact thing to me so yeah yeah i don't know i'm i'm just honestly and i will say this is that i was quarantined for seven weeks before i left my house i had only left my house once and that was to go to staples because i had to print out like a lease renewal for my apartment I don't, I didn't have a working printer at my house. So I left my house and I had done grocery store pickup. So I like did not leave my house or anything. And I wore like a full on mask, glasses, gloves. <laughs> I like sanitized everything. Like if you touch it, you die. Like that's what I was yeah. doing. So I stayed, I did my part for seven weeks. And then I slowly started going out, wearing a mask, only hanging out with like Nina and you know, just at the house. And then I was like, you know what? This is like too long. I, if you don't want to get it, then just stay home. I'm over this shit. I, if, you know, some people are, <laughs> I just think that this is so stupid. And I'm not going to be like that person. Who's it's like, stupid now though. It's not like it was stupid before. That's, yeah, that's it the wasn't. disconnect. Because we were all scared before. Everyone yeah. was. Nobody knew was what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's just that it's come to the point where now it's stupid. You it know is. what I mean? The, now it is. It's over the top. And like, I mean, right. some things, I've been to some restaurants and it's actually kind of cool. They have like the menus where you can like take a picture of the little like code and then like you click on your phone you can look at the menu like that that's cool that even saves yeah, paper that's really cool like that's amazing but there's some things that are just okay i get it like you sit in groups and social distancing but it's just when like so when do you decide when is good like right i think that things are going to start opening up within the next couple of months because like the economy can't survive without it and people are like no it's for your safety um bitch if this was a virus where it's like 20 percent of people were dying then like this would be an actual emergency but like literally isn't it like it's 20 percent of people are unemployed like that's the emergency that's worse it's the the emergency now has transitioned (sighs) to the people who are not going to be able to like pay their bills and shit that is so much worse that shit hasn't hit yet you know and there's so many people who haven't even like gotten their unemployment yet and they've they're like i am behind on rent i'm behind on everything because everybody's applying for it and it's just it's it's just a fucking mess like i'm just like i'm just over it yeah it's time to it's time to undo it like like i'm glad we did it i'm glad it went through and the compliance was incredible like i've never seen compliance on that level before yeah. sorry computer keeps doing weird shit um <laughs> and so i'm 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 like experiment was so successful like amazing we all believed it the thing is for us to keep believing it it's like okay we need a a solid like end to it versus it just yeah 
everybody just starts breaking the rules until everyone's breaking the rules. And so then the rules go away, yeah. you know, because then we feel like, oh, the authority has less power. You know, if they were like, you know what? We tried this. All right. I mean, they can't be like everybody open everything up because then it would be a flooding to like the beaches and all yeah. this shit. It'd be mass. That's that's when you get to another big spike. But in terms of businesses, you say everyone open up, you know, like once we flatten the curve a little bit, everybody open up, not just these big businesses like in PB, like the big clubs are opening, the big yeah. this and that, the big restaurants are opening. But the small little guys, like they need to open up too. You know what I mean? Everybody needs to start stacking paper again because everyone's been two months like just, yeah. yeah. I'm feeling lazy myself, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nuts. But anyway, people are probably super tired of hearing about that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So what do you think about um more recent thing on Monday? Um, George Floyd was killed. Ugh. What uh, I hope I'm getting that name right. I'm pretty sure it's George. Yeah, it, yeah, you are. It's um, just making me like, it's making me really sad. But I almost feel like I can't do even. Do you want to do you want to talk about it or no? Yeah, I mean, like I'll say something like short on it. I just I feel so sad about it. But the thing is, is like I don't even know how to feel about it because I don't want to uh disregard anybody else's feelings. Cause I'll 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 say something like I'm sad about it, and. I, I don't want people to be like, well, you're not sad enough. Well, you're too sad or something like that. But I mean, like, it's very it's it's super like it's super wrong. And I know that, like, I am a girl who likes to talk about, you know, this all sorts of shit. But like, I do go to church actively. And something that I love that has been happening lately is my church has been having like sermons and conversations on that. That's basically like, I mean, I don't mean to get all like Jesus, but like no, it's all good. Jesus was like a hippie. And same. basically he was like, I don't stand for injustice. And I like he stands for love and like, do not judge. Treat everybody the same. Like he wouldn't have stood for this. So I am just praying that everything can be, you know, peaceful and right. um, with them being peaceful, that there can that their point can still be uh, put across. I don't know how that will happen. I don't know. Um, I don't know how to go about it, uh, but I just, you know, praying for like peacefulness, you know, because it, it's really heartbreaking to see everybody. Uh, I understand why people are mad, but man, it's it's really hard to see everything. I'm just like, yeah, oh, it's tough. So it's tough to watch. <laughs> it's tough to watch. Did you see the video? Yeah, uh, George. Yeah, me too. I saw the video. I saw it before I knew he was pronounced dead. So I was like, still, that is so brutal. Like I thought he was just passed out from being choked out yeah because that's just what i hoped you know i didn't know he died but seven minutes of his that dude's knee on his neck it's like i don't know and i and i saw too something like there was like a video that that officer had actually been working for the same club that he had worked at as a security like a bouncer like the guy guy on the ground uh the guy who was choking him the okay, guy who was, was choking yeah, George Floyd. Derek something. He, Derek something. Yeah. I, I don't remember his name, but he had worked at the club for like 17 years as a bouncer. And he okay. would get really aggressive with people like pulling out mace and stuff and getting something like getting into fights. Like, I don't want to be 
quote that wrong, but that George Floyd, like, there was never sort of any, they were like, yeah, there was never a problem. He was fine, you know, it was a pleasant person to be around. Like, I, right. like I said, I've worked in bars for years, clubs, and a lot of the uh, bouncers that I would work with, my favorite guys, they would walk me into my car, they, gentle giants, like, hey, Lauren, like, how was your day? Like, just really uh, caring, caring people. And, uh, yeah, but I heard that that, that officer, he had not been like that. He was pretty aggressive. And, uh, so just hearing that it's pretty, it's, it's even more sad, you know, that that happened. So I, I do know that there, you know, George Floyd's girlfriend came out and she was heartbroken and said, this is not what he would have wanted like these riots to break out. Like he would not have wanted this. And I don't think anybody would have wanted that. And I mean, it's, you know, I don't think anybody would have wanted that. I hope that the point gets me, across. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry to interrupt you. But to yeah. me, that's like stabbing somebody and getting mad that the blood stained the carpet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, okay, yeah, the riots are bad. The looting is bad. But that is people taking an opportunity that they might not have had. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're capitalizing off of the gravity of the situation, right? Yeah. They're, they're, they're sharks. They're those little fish that swim around a shark when it's killing something. You yeah. Know? Uh, the shark kills something. The little fish get the little grit, like little pieces that fall off while the shark's tearing it to bits. You know, so this is a byproduct of a travesty. I feel like that's happening. Yeah. Obviously, it's terrible. I've been, I have been in a Walmart while it got looted. It was the uh, Trayvon Martin uh, sh- when the oh, guy wow. shot Trayvon Martin and got when he got acquitted or whatever the fuck happened to him. I was in a Walmart in Crenshaw in Los Angeles, and it got looted, and I got shot at with beanbags and a shot and a green fucking shotgun. So, oh my God. like I firsthand know what it's like to be in the middle of that and it's fucking scary i thought i was gonna die like i went in there for a goddamn padlock for my gym locker and yeah it it went crazy they 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 lined up cars like over the loudspeaker they're like everybody put your things that you've shot for in the carts on your way out but you have to leave nobody can i was next up in line who was saying that like over the the loudspeaker or like the the employees over the loudspeaker, there was, like, somebody coming over. And but was that, like, the person the over the were... loudspeaker, was that, like, people who worked there? Or yeah, was... for oh. sure. Yeah, it was superficial. Like, they were, like, attention Walmart shoppers. Like, please make your way to the exits. And as you do, put your things you're looking to purchase in carts and leave. Like, you need to leave now. And as we're going, like, putting our shit, like, I promise you, I'm next. I'm like, can I just have this padlock? I just needed this padlock. I, like, I couldn't find one. Amazon didn't deliver to my address. And this Ugh. is 2012 or some shit, 2013 maybe. And, uh, and yeah, it was fucking, like, intense. As soon as we got down to the lower level, like, you saw all the, like, the candy stuff, like, knocked over. Like, all this stuff you think is just static in grocery stores and stuff they knocked it over and like it was just spread everywhere and all of a sudden everybody started running and i was like shit i better start running and that's when they started shooting the fucking bean bags at us and shit and i was a part of the looters all of a sudden it was like i was a part of them and so my understanding of looting and all this shit is that it's not the problem it's just a byproduct 
of the problem you know it's awful it's awful it's scary people get hurt doing it people ruin their lives looting they ruin other people's lives looting but it's not the problem yeah you know what i'm saying the problem is the fact that these dudes are on video getting away with shit yeah or on video getting acquitted when there's clear evidence that they're not acting as they should yeah that's the problem the byproduct is is all this fucking looting and all this writing and all this shit i promise you if they i mean they've put this dude in in jail or in custody he's in custody so yeah derek chauvin i think is his name derek chauvin yeah but if he's in custody so i think the writing should like be like all right we got him but the thing is, this is a common thing. So now we want to see them follow through with like a good conviction. I want to see this dude do like 20 years. Yeah. Mur- murder three, 20 years. Anything yeah. anything more is not going to stick. Murder two, murder one is not going to stick. Even though he might deserve it. He looked at him while his fucking knee was on him. And yeah. it's like, you fucking tried to kill that dude. Like you watched him die underneath yeah. your knee. Like it's hard. You, you said you did or did not see it. I did see it. You yeah. Did see it? yeah, it was really it's hard to watch, right? It was really hard to watch. It, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it, it's hard for for anybody to watch that. And I can't imagine, you know, if like, you know, if you are black, like watching that and going, oh. going through that. I mean, like, I will say, like, I can't imagine. You know, I, I mean, now with just everything going on, you know, and that happening, and just like, what even is the law? right now yeah, like i yeah. don't even know what the fuck the law is like we can have open containers walking around like but right. you know you can't like do this you can't sit in a restaurant I, I don't really know the world is all over the place and on top of that i mean like i don't really like i've got to be honest the looting like it scares me like i'm i mean i am not trying to, like i will never understand what it's like to be black I mean, I will say this, though. I do understand what it's like to be a woman and walking right. alone at night right, right, by myself. And that scares me that things are being looted. Like, I'm I'm allowed to be scared with that. I'm not a, like, you know, I am not going to be told that I can't be scared to know that that kind of stuff is going on. That, you know, if I right. was going to go back to my parents' house, the freeway is blocked off with people. That's scary. I mean, like, I will say this, at least they're standing up for what they believe in, but I can't really, like, go much. Please don't come for me, people. Don't come (laughs) for me. But that's just, I mean, like, that's a lot. But, I mean. They should. They should stand up for what they believe in. They're they're doing the only thing they can. They don't know know what else to do at this point. And, I mean. Why did did the Boston Tea Party happen? You know? Like, because they were out of options. They were out they don't of know what else options. they don't know what else to do and that's and that's why they're doing it so like there's no like i can't fault them for that right um, when civil disobedience doesn't work like yeah. colin kaepernick tried he fucking tried yeah he tried he was very civil he fucking took a knee that's all he did yeah you know like civil disobedience has failed these people yeah you know and these people is like me versus yeah. them i mean I can't, like you're saying, I, I don't know what it's like. I've had nothing, like I told my, I had a client who was a cop very recently, and I'm like, I've had nothing but exemplary experiences with police officers. Un- mm-hmm. Incredible. Like I have, other than a couple during high school, my little brother, if he's listening to this, Mike had a tough time with a couple of cops, mm-hmm. you know, they were dicks. But other than that, 
I've had unbelievable experiences with police officers. Like I'm so pro police officer. Yeah. So like you said, I can't imagine what it's like to to be afraid of the police or feel like they're not on your side. Like they're going to harm the situation versus help it. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's just something I have no idea about. So. Yeah. There's, and, and people need to, I, this is not even probably going to make a difference, but just so everybody knows, there is a difference between police and sheriffs. Now, sure. police, they don't get a lot of training. Sheriffs, they do. My, like, I have a family member who was a former sheriff for years. And he says, right, the application process is about one in a thousand get hired. If you even have bad credit. You don't get through the next round. I had a friend yeah. who applied to be a sheriff and he didn't, he got disqualified because he got a ticket for, I think it was public indecency for pe- peeing in public at a music okay. festival in the yep. bushes. That was a bullshit charge. but A BS charge. Yeah. Even like it is a BS charge. T- right. Absolutely. Like who hasn't like, I'm peed pretty sure public. I peed in the ocean today like twice, <laughs> you know? And it's I like, it. and it's well, like, I didn't see it, but. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, tr- I tried to be discreet. And and this guy, now he's disqualified, you know, from that and the amount of training that they have to go through. And it's just like, it's a lot and not everybody makes it through, you know, and right. um, with a lot of police, like a lot more people get through because it's a high risk job and they don't get paid a lot. Yeah. So there's more likely to hire it's a, scary a lot of people who too. could. It's a very scary job, life-threatening. Yeah. And, I mean, life-threatening is in, you know, there's shootouts. And, obviously, they have that power, too. Right. So, they can use it against you if you hire somebody who is who who is unfit. Right. You know, these people that are, do, that are doing this, like that officer, like I keep saying, I forget his name, the one who... Derek Chauvin. Der- Derek, you know, he was clearly... Um, I'm not even going to say unfit because that's like nice. Yeah. You know, he himself wasn't, was not just, you know, he was, he was, um, just too uh, a criminal, like unfit, so many words for the job. And, you know, the, a lot of police departments, they just hire as if they're hiring somebody for, for security, for, for a club. Right. You know, and they want somebody who is the biggest and the baddest, the biggest and the baddest. And they're yeah. a guy and they're OK. They're relatively strong. They're like, oh, OK, they can pass the police academy, which a lot of like but, some women can. But like physically, a lot more men can. Right. But but let's say like who even is like wanting to be a police officer. Like there's two types, I would say mm-hmm. people who really want to see good in the world. And people who really want to get back on people who are maybe lording over them in high school or, you know, like people with these mm-hmm. complexes that they were derived from childhood, these limited powers and they and they are power hungry. You know, they want to lord over people in some way. Yeah. See, from my experience, just from having like a family member that was a sheriff, I don't know a lot of people that specifically wanted to be a police officer but they wanted to be a sheriff because a okay. sheriff gets paid bank okay. way more than than a police officer does. Because okay. like I said, they're they're different. 
they're two different things um a sheriff gets paid way more they get better benefits it's it's just an overall like they often get confused but they're completely different okay um and i know a lot of people that were like i want to be a sheriff but i applied and i got denied because of some little small small petty thing like basically also you have to know somebody reputable okay and it's like about squeaky clean type of thing though squeaky clean okay gotcha um and a degree and something relevant and like yeah like you have to be very qualified to be a sheriff so it's like if you're denied to be a part of the sheriff's department then you try to be a police officer i've known a few people who have done that they're like i was denied to be and the sheriffs so i've gone on to be a police officer that's only who i've known i'm sure that there's other people who have you know been like i can abuse the system if they do then like they're right. really sick i mean like i have a friend in uh new york who he said that you know he this poor guy he's been affected by a by a lot he's had a hard life and he lives in new york he is black, and he said that, you know, just with everything going on, um, of course, with, like, coronavirus in New York, and then with everything going on as well with, you know, p- the police and the violence, he said, you know, with us, it's a lot of um, the police act differently in different neighborhoods. Sure. Um, I forget which neighborhood he lives in. He told me, and I don't want to misquote it. Um, but he said, yeah, I, I honestly do live in like a predominantly like black neighborhood and a lot of the officers there, they, they do treat people in this neighborhood different than the next neighborhood over. And he said a lot of the officers are black, but a lot of them, he said, it's not so he, this is what he said to me. Like, this is just his words to me. This is not me defending anybody, but he just said to me, it's not so much as how the officers like who they are um as to who they're treating somebody but it's who they're speaking to he said because there's i live in a a diverse you know state a diverse neighborhood so i have lots of different cops of like he said i want to point out to you lauren like white cops black cops like they treat us all the same like bad in this neighborhood but the next neighborhood they don't treat them bad like even no matter who they are and he said so it's just that they like treat us bad so they discriminate geographically versus racially yeah but he's yeah but he did say that the neighborhood that he is in is like predominantly black but he he basically told me he's like he's like everybody's getting on you know because the cops white this or that he's like but there's a lot of black cops and they all treat us like the black he's like the black cops do it too like they treat like us like in this neighborhood like the black people in this neighborhood they treat us really bad but like the neighborhood over they'll treat them good like even if they're black and he's like so i think that it's just you know not so much he's like it's just how they treat us not who's treating us that way i think that made no sense but in my head it did that's how he tried to explain it right and i thought that that was really great but I think that the main thing that's, you know, because a lot of it's been, like, really hurting. Like, you saw it today. I literally started crying over this. Yeah. Because. I watched that. 
I was crying over it because I was like, this is like hurting my heart right now that this is going on. Like, this is truly hurting my heart. Like, it's yeah, really it's hard a, to watch. It's really, I'm looking at like stuff on Reddit right now that's just, yeah. It's really hard to watch. And like, like a police officer drives through protesters, like police shoot people in their yards. Like, it's yeah. just like, I don't know what it's going to take to get through all of that. The only thing that's making me like, calm and understanding and like of everything is i think of like my friends who are black and i think like i love them all so much and they're all so kind to me supportive of me amazing people amazing accomplishments personalities talents and i was like if if anything happened to any of them that was like unjust i would be so sad so furious and i was like and see that's that's this dude george floyd to so many people you know like each person has so many people that love them or like i mean hopefully you know there's it's a rare amount of people who know nobody you know like that his any person's death hopefully affects somebody there's those rare recluses that somebody dies and nobody even knows you know but these types of people I mean, not these types of people, but like people typically any travesty that's happening to somebody is bad. You know, this is just a, a way that we've been able to view it. Yeah. You know, this type of shit has probably been happening way worse for so long. Yeah. And so many people had dead to rights evidence that cops were doing wrong things to people, you know, yeah. and it hasn't worked out so and I nobody's think this recording is just, it now they're recording, nobody's recording it. It. everybody's everybody records a camera's nowadays. part of your word wardrobe you yeah. know what i mean today so so it's a good thing that we're able to see this type of stuff in like real time but at the same time it is it, it's shining sending shockwaves through through the fucking society you know because now it's not just minneapolis you know like washington dc had to had to barricade the white house you know there's all sorts of other dallas pd spraying pellets you know like i'm literally looking through reddit posts right now um like nypd drives through barricade and protesters people protesting in new york about minneapolis and police are driving through the barricade you know like this is on reddit gifts you know, like Reddit's. Uh, if anyone out there is not on Reddit, please get on Reddit because it's the best. Y'all, Reddit is the best life. It's it's like it's the it's the pulse of the internet. Please. But make sure that you're not doing anything like studying for a very important test true, or like true. doing anything because you'll true. never get out of it once you're in. You're sucked in, it's and you're gonna hole. have at least like four different accounts. It's a black hole. At least four different accounts. I have seven. How many yeah. do you have? I think I have five five <laughs> i think i have five and one okay. of them i just i'm like i might just delete this one because i went a got, little ham on it the other got day. A, from the neck down only fans account so search for that there you go just kidding secret name yeah secret name good luck naked lauren somewhere out there somewhere jk all right so what do you think about this color daddy bullshit last topic i have for you oh, so sophia has basically shot herself in the foot and uh, I don't know what what so, what's your take? What's your take on it? So y'all have heard about it, basically. It's nationwide. Long, it's the best publicity stunt they could have done, but I think they fucked it up. Like y'all, I'm sure that you've heard, call her daddy. 
Alex and Sophia, basically, they went in and they realized they were being way underpaid. And especially, like, being a woman, it's like, whoa, we see these guys are getting paid way more than us. And our podcast is more successful. Like, this is BS. Totally, obviously, empathize with them on that. I've been in similar work situations to where it's like these guys are being sent out on conventions and barely selling shit when I'm like, hello, send me to a fucking convention to talk to doctors, you dumbass idiots. Like, I'll sell you way more, but you're dumb as fuck and you won't send me. That's your fault. So I quit. Anyway, so these girls, they came back and they're trying to ask for more money, but they were, you know, going with what Sophia's suitman is her is her Suitman. Peter what's his face? Suitman. Somebody Peter Farquaad. who works for HBO or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Lord yeah. Farquaad. <laughs> Lord Farquaad or <laughs> from Shrek. Or anybody. um Quagmire <laughs> from Family Guy. He looks just like oh, Quagmire. Man. Just I have like no idea Quagmire. What this dude looks like. Yeah. Just you don't know his... what he looks like? No. Okay, I'll show you after you're gonna be like, whatever I feel no. kind of bad over like, what am I but I mean nobody would be talking shit about his face if he wasn't like shitty. Right. So this guy basically is like, no, Sophia, you need more. You need more. They kept asking for more things. And Alex was like, yo, I am so good with this contract. You just offered me. Thank you so much. And basically. Which they were already breaking. They had a contract, right? And they were pre-breaking it. And they re-offered them something. So they basically like asked for a re-raise during their contract. And then once they got that, it, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, they re-raised during their contract, and then Sophia wasn't feeling it, even though Alex was. Like, a few times. Like, a few each times. time, okay. there would be, like, more demands. Because I watched, if you guys have pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, if you guys haven't watched it, Alex, Alexandra Cooper, she put out a video on YouTube explaining what happened. And she basically, you know, Dave, the president of Barstool. Dave, I'm going to race him. <laughs> sorry dave he's the president of barstool sports he kept saying like fuck you guys like you know this is too much and basically they dumped sophia and alex is by herself now from what we heard alex is not only like carrying the show on her back but she is editing i think she was editing it and doing some behind the scenes stuff too and if you listen to the show alex is carrying the whole show and she's just i mean nope Sorry, Sophia, but I mean, out of the two, Alex, she's just the one who she's better to listen to. She's the one who is Sophia's there. Honestly, you could you could switch out Sophia. Sophia has some good stories. Let me so, let me let me just she has say some good she has some good stories, some good life experiences. I love hearing about her being a coke dealer and stuff like that. She like, has she has good life experiences funny. to make the show good, but yeah. like you switch her out with somebody else and alex can find a way to work with it she can find a way to work with anybody yeah i think i think alex is the variable and sophia was the constant of the equation and i think constants are probably not too tough to find i agree with you yeah she so i mean that's what happened and i guess that alex right now is like doing it on her own and right. people are like, how's that going to go? And, like, nobody really knows so far. The first so episode far, but... was ish. <laughs> oh, I you mean, listened to it? I listened to it. It was, I mean, I was Was it she great. by herself? Yeah, she's by herself. But it was just, I hate podcasts where it's just them by themselves, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, the the cadence of it is just not something I'm into, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I get how they can be 
informative and regardless i just it doesn't like when i listen to a podcast i want them to like kind of take my consciousness for a ride yeah you know what i mean and that's just me personally so single podcasts like this is why i never do a single podcast by myself i've yeah all this bullshit i want to say all the time but i would much rather bounce it off somebody yeah you know because they're just doing something straight out into the universe and there's nobody being like no that's crazy or like or how about this or you didn't look about it this way you know and i like to see that just rhetoric that that takes place just naturally you know yeah so i that's what i loved i think sophia was such a good yang to 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 what's the other one's name sophia into the yang what's sophia and and alex yeah so alex's ying was good to sophia's yang so she needs to find a good yang again you know hers is soupman i guess well okay so so okay correct me if i'm wrong this is a classic example of somebody like listening fully to their new person and just being blind to all the people that care about them yeah you know what i'm saying yeah, and, and you know, Suitman was kind of saying, you know, okay, like, he has he has the goods to back it up. He has the success. Right. He has the money. And he's like, Sophia, I just care about he you. He knows what he... I'm sure he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. But she, what are his motives? You know what I mean? Like, he probably I, I hates that she's on... I think it was to separate it. He hates... I bet he hates no that she's way, on that podcast. There's no way that he likes his girlfriend talking about all that shit about being a hoe exactly like i think he might have like sabotaged it a little bit yeah and he's like if she is then at least she's gonna get paid well for it if i have to hear this shit but like if not then like i'm gonna make these unreasonable demands to where she's gonna have to walk away and she's gonna be reliant on me because does she like right because what is she worked in finance before and she worked in finance before like she's smart sophia's like smart and she basically like on at least one episode but i think on a few episodes she was like well, I just told this story about how I was dealing coke or whatever. How am I ever going to find another job on in finance after this? True. Well, how is she going to after talking about all this shit and like True. putting on putting her mugshot on a t-shirt? True. Like, yep. For a bunch of people to to monitor buy, like how is she going to find And I wonder if Car Daddy and Barstool owns that t-shirt. Yeah. I bet they do. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. So she doesn't even <laughs> She doesn't even get, maybe she doesn't even get a payout anymore. And Well, okay, so so I think we found the real motive behind Suitman. I think he just was going to continue to move the goalposts until she had to shoot herself in the foot. Yeah. He was going to continue to be like, you're the backbone of this podcast. Or like, you deserve Joe Rogan money. Or you deserve yeah. ha- as much or not more than Sophia. Because you're putting in, putting out your criminal background and all this shit. Like, he's probably yeah. got uh, some good points. But I think he's making them because, exactly like you said, he's trying to get her out of the podcast. Yeah. I think that was his real motive. I think he has succeeded. I think he, Sophia, is probably like, fuck like I just literally like dug. I don't know what they were gonna. I think what was their contract looking like? Like some like five hundred k a year or something. Yeah, for each of them. Each of them get five hundred k a year. And that's yeah. still not enough. When before they were making like. And you dug that out of the almost ground. Almost ninety k a month. You dug that out of the ground by being you and being with Alex, and you guys killing it together. Like, bro, if you can pay yeah. the bills, digging your shit out of the ground digging money out of the ground like 
that is so commendable from my yeah. eyes as an entrepreneur i commend that so much and she basically looked at that and was like ready to slap it in the face based on this dude yeah. i think if sophia is not with this dude this never this situation never happens yeah i think this dude has fucked this entire thing up and it's for his own ego and his own issues with her exactly like you said talking about sex talking about deep throat and dudes you know and, and whatever you yeah know, whatever they talk about i think he has insecurities with that and he wants her just for himself which is such a dude thing so many yeah. dudes sabotage their girls and their progress because they want them to just be reliant on them and once they gain that, it's like they beat a level in a video game. You know, that's yeah. when when that girl is no longer self-sufficient, when they've as as a guy. OK, let me flip this. So as a guy, we call it poison dripping. OK, mm -hmm. so it's like, OK, so as a guy, you're like in the single guy in the gym, out of the gym, on the trail, off the trail, you know, active, fun, going out. Saying hi to this person, saying what's up to that person, slapping hands all over the place. You know, mm -hmm. I'm living it. I like to stay active. I like to work out. You get in a relationship, okay? And this girl's like, you're like, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. But you guys are cuddling, whatever. And she's like, no, don't go to the gym. Stay here. It's like, oh, well, this is gym time. You know, it's it's Wednesday morning, wherever the fuck. This is when I normally would be at the gym. Mm -hmm. You're like, no, 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 I don't care about your belly. It's okay. Like, it's, it's my belly. It's my Buddha belly, you mm -hmm. know? And you're like, oh, okay, it's your Buddha belly. All right. And then the guy kind of lets him go, lets himself go a little bit, you know? Doesn't go to the gym on Wednesdays anymore. Mm -hmm. That's his cuddle time. All of a sudden, cut six months later, seven months later, homeboy is a little pudgy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I got the Buddha belly that you're always talking about. And, you know, maybe something goes wrong in the relationship, right? Like, something not related to that but then she comes back and she's like you've let yourself go i've seen this verbatim wow yeah you've let yourself go you don't take care of yourself anymore you don't care about how you look around me and you're like oh well you told me not to go to the gym i never said that i never said don't go to the gym i said stay and cuddle with me i never said don't go to the gym you know wow this yeah. is this poison dripping that that happens with dudes you know and i've yeah. seen it so many times it's happened to me so many times i've let so many things that were important to me go because of relationships and this is the same thing that i feel like sophia's doing she's just letting this go because she gets these positive emotions from this dude in some way maybe a feeling of security yeah. maybe it's a feeling of who knows but holy fuck we're out here like bro like <laughs> you're missing it you were literally struck gold with this podcast and I love it. I'm a dude. I love that podcast. It's so good. I love how unstifled <laughs> they are. Like you like it. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's a like sometimes you're listening to it and you're like, whoa, it's out there. But I mean, like that's, that's what it's that's about. the thing. That's it's, the point it's of it out there. You're it's a shock factor thing. Yeah. So it's, it's really, you know, it's somebody said the other day, it's like locker room talk for women. Right. Yeah. And that, and that's what it is. It's like beautiful. full out. And I think it's cool. Beautiful. Again, they're monetizing that. on like, I'm all for women monetizing Yeah. for just doing like 
not doing nothing. They they work hard, but you know yeah. what I mean? But Just like using what they have. They're like, I'll yeah. tell these stories about this and I'll get this. Like, yeah, girl, you if go. If people are listening to your stories that you're telling and you keep telling them and they keep listening and you've gained a phone, like that is the dream. That's the thing. Yeah. She had the dream. If you're able to make enough money to pay your rent by doing this, like by doing yeah. what me and you are doing right now. Yeah. We're able and say say this blows up and we're able to pay our rents just doing this, like that's amazing. How fucking cool is that? Because this is something me and you are doing because we want to. Yeah. You know, it's like an outlet. Yeah. You know, it's your birthday. I mean, we're a little drunk when this started. I don't know how drunk we are now, but this yeah, is I like am. this is like for me. I do this because I I enjoy how my brain functions when the the recording button is going you know that's that's what i like about it yeah but think if you're able to to yeah pay the bills with this like you should not look down your nose at that you should not be like oh i should be making 10 12 times what i could pay my bills with it's like once you can pay your bills like things aren't really that different yeah you know what i mean like there's this there's this old adage um I don't know if it's finance guys but they're like the difference between no no dollars a year and $40,000 a year is huge. Maybe it's like 50 $50,000 a year now. No thousand between 50,000 whatever the starting salary is. Mm-hmm. That's huge. But the difference between 50,000 and like 75, 85, 95,000, 100,000 is not huge, you know. Yeah. There you're just you can afford a house at 50,000, or not afford a house, but you can afford your apartment at 50,000. You can afford a nicer apartment at 75,000. Yeah. Between like 20,000 or but lower than that, something that's not a livable wage. And and a livable wage is a huge difference. Yeah. Not being able to afford an apartment versus being able to, huge difference. So she's literally looking at being able to afford a fucking three-story walk-up versus a fucking penthouse you know what i mean like you're in new york you're killing it like you're so successful like you have done what everybody in the podcast space wants to do yeah and you're fucking like ruining it (laughs) you ruin it it's ruined i think it's over for her you know it is i think you mentioned that who the fuck is gonna hire her yeah. Was that was that you saying like who's yeah. gonna be like like I'm gonna fucking hire you for a podcast now and you're gonna move the goalposts on me too? Yeah, like what like who's gonna fire or who's gonna hire her as far as like finance if she just wanted to go back to you know what what she um, did before right. the podcast or who is you know I I've looked on Reddit before and people are like hey if Sophia started a podcast by herself would you listen everybody. It was pretty positive response. They're like, yeah, I would listen. Like, I like Sophia. She has some really good stories. Like, she has some really good stories. Like, people would listen. Like, I would probably listen. Um, But it's about, I guess, which networks, I guess is the word, would want to take her on. I feel like somebody would jump at the chance, but they're not going to give her Based on her publicity that she's gotten. I agree. I agree. They're not going to give her the type of money that she would have gotten. There's going to be no contract shit involved. Call her daddy. There would have been, like... She's probably gonna have to start from the ground up, like yeah. with like a hundred thousand, which like like oh, we're probably but... we're probably competing with her right now. Yeah. You know, like she's got as many eighteen, I think, followers I have. See, <laughs> I don't know. I don't care. I never am gonna care. 
<laughs> it can be 18 or 18 million and I'm going to be the same hopefully but yeah um, and my computer's still going to go to sleep every 20 minutes but yeah anyway friend um, any last thoughts before we sign off well I had a great birthday today you did I cried a couple times but we're fine now we went, we went on a hot tub boat we took there was many pictures taken of Lauren's butt which I'm sure will be like, on I have like 350 and I found two <laughs> that I liked two and now that I can't okay. I can't stop staring at one because my leg be, looks weird and it's really there'll probably be 348 that I like so Dave um, my biggest <laughs> fan over here <laughs> everyone here is your biggest fan Lauren but I am too I oh am shucks too. You're such a cutie, but thank you. Um, yeah, this has been amazing. I've like, I I don't think we've ever really like talked like this before. And now we got to do it in front of everybody. Yeah, in front we, of all your eighteen people. You said or eighteen million. Whoever hears talks, this, we've had talks of like of like relationship advice with each yes, other. Yes, we have for sure. Which we could do an episode on. And if yeah. any of y'all hated what I said today. Please don't come for me. I've had an emotional day. I don't think you said anything hateable. I think you're very. Oh, thank God. I mean, don't people only... people come after people on the I like I said I'm on Reddit all day every day and I see what people say and what people think for certain for certain all different things and so please people don't come for me if I said something really wrong then you know don't cancel me that's all i have to say um no i don't think you did anything cancelable i think yeah we we played it very well i think that for a person that really hate like i know that for me if one person i feel like is mad at me or hates me it like ruins my whole day so i'm like i don't know why a person like me would be making a podcast but i also like to talk so well i mean you put yourself out there in more ways than just this you know so there's gonna be haters no matter what. nobody says anything to my face so that's the thing but if they get you in the comments like like say i i will turn off my comments there you go i will turn off my comments and i will i'll go on i'll go on private because i swear if one person comments you're ugly which don't come for me like i said do not come for me and try to ruin my day and say you're ugly in my comments lauren's lauren's that type of person that it still gets to her if somebody calls her ugly but if you ever saw her if you would think someone who called her ugly is just ridiculous like like you wouldn't take it she takes it seriously but you won't like so that's nice that's that's always encouraging to hear (laughs) you're fucking gorgeous mate okay thank you so do you want to shout out your instagram um my instagram is lauren m-i-c-l so go follow me L-A-U-R-E-N. Yeah, M-I-C-O. it stands for the first two of my middle and the last two of my last. But I don't give out my last name. Give her the last name. That's all right. Because I like a little bit of my privacy, but like, you can still <laughs> go follow me on Instagram. Okay. I just all want right. an, enough to give me Insta fame. All right. That's it. And you're, yeah, you're working, what, you're doing solar now? That's your that's your gig now. Oh yeah, so I work in solar. So if you want any solar for your home or you know anybody, I give referral fees. So let me know. You can DM me on Instagram or something, and uh, we'll talk about it. I know I sound like I'm just like 
whatever out hey. my ass on this but i do know my shit when it comes to solar so hustlers be hustling just man. saying just like sophia's over here talking about like her mug <laughs> shop but she knows her shit when it comes to finance that's yeah. me with solar so. listen i have nothing but a shirt for you homie all right much love lauren thank you fun Dude. times uh and we'll do this again okay yes we will <laughs>